from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have those experts, a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information. Today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Final hour of the week here on Ken LaVica Live. My God, I'm going to miss all of you. It's weepy, and I'm wistful until Monday when I'm able to hold all of you in my sports embrace up to my bosom once again noon on Monday. Speaking of holding him to my bosom, he is fully bearded, he is cuddly, and he is someone that is so, so soft to the touch. He is J-Mart, and he joins us for the Friday finale. It's Friday. It's one it's time for the Friday finale on Ken LaVica Live, featuring ESPN West Palm OG J-Mart. Welcome to the Friday finale featuring J-Mart, right now on Ken LaVica Live. Uh, J-Mart, were you aware the Marlins haven't scored a run in 34 straight innings? No, but I... Oh, Stone, for the love of God, man. He did it again, and there goes the notebook into the door. You have the Marlins of producers. <laughs> Stone is the equivalent of being outscored 22 to zip over a three-game span. You good now, Stone? Everything good? He had one one glorious week where the mic was on. (laughs) It's okay. So Uh, much for that. um, So what I want to (laughs) do is that actually plays in perfectly, Stone, Uh, because we're going to have J-Mart later on here in the Friday finale judge what was the biggest mistake made on the show this week? Because uh, ACC kickoff was this week, the ACC mm. media days in Charlotte. Yeah. Our, our Theo Dorsey was there, and it was a bleep show. We could not really? have been just more terrible at it, making mistakes, having no idea what we're talking about, embarrassing ourselves in front of, of major ACC football figures. It was a hell of a two days in Charlotte. Wait, so Theo... Is Theo, doing those things? He's asking questions that no, are embarrassing? All of, us, all of us. Theo. Got it. Stone. Yeah. Me. We checked all the boxes over the last... It was just two days. Four hours of radio. And wow. we put together a, a hodgepodge of crap that would have lasted an entire year. <laughs> it was incredible. Did, was it like the, the all the biggest coaches that you got to look like a fool in front of? Or? Well, one, one, one coach. All right. Cool. You, I mean, you can maybe call him a major coach. Ooh, taking shots at a guy that he embarrassed himself in front of. That's very bold of Stone Labanowitz. But before we get to J-Mart judging our biggest mistakes of the week here on Ken LaVica Live, Stone Labanowitz will bring you the highlights and, well, the lowlights of this week. It is the Ken LaVica Live catastrophe that was. This is the catastrophe that was Ken LaVica Live. 
Top five greatest mustaches according to 23-year-old Stone the Banowitz. All right, number one, Tom Selleck. Number two, the Mario Brothers. Oh, that's great. Luigi had an underrated mustache. Mm-hmm. Number three, Hulk Hogan. Number four, Walt Disney. Number five, Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> number six, Eddie Murphy. And number seven, Sam Elliott from Roadhouse. Oh, Sam Elliott's got a great mustache. Who <laughs> Manchu. What is that? Uh, the Hulk Hogan. It's the Hulk Hogan, yeah. Brother. Oh, that, that's <laughs> it doesn't connect on the That gets chin. a one. Still above the goal. Whoa, whoa. He says punch a manatee. First of all, no. <laughs> Manatees are now, my favorite. Punch a manatee. Now, now I love it. That feels I love it. That's, manatees are my favorite animals. Yeah, that's I why, why manatees. personally. No, that's why you punch them, because they're everybody's favorite. Why would this crazy Florida man punch a manatee? Punching a manatee. Think about that. People be like, what the hell? But and I also don't want to be vilified by society, because that's one of those things that gets you shunned. That's what it takes, man. We can either celebrate the money you won, mm-hmm. or we can blame Stone. Tyler Van Dyke on this show. It's dependent upon our Dominican prince, Juan Soto, winning the MVP. 100 Jeanette Javier dollars wins 7,000. I don't understand what's so hard about holding it in one hand and then you have the old wipe in the other. Ew, the the you fumes. wash the phone off. You wash the phone off, you get in between. No. It's just fumigating all on your phone. The Ken Lubick Alive listener, would you contribute money to a GoFundMe for 10 minutes of Tyler Van Dyke on this show? That's fine. The president of the Orange Bowl took the hour-old uh, banana pudding that uh, we had sitting it's the, there. It's- Miami's walking into the neighborhood and everybody's side-eyeing them. Like, like do these guys yeah. belong yeah, here? Yeah, Kirby Smart has a hose in his front yard and he's like, oh my God, <laughs> is this what the neighborhood is coming to? <laughs> hey. Poor Jacob on his deathbed, Aaron Judge. What do you have to say? If you know, if you don't return to the Yankees, he's <laughs> yeah, going to die. Like, uh, Jake, yeah, I'm like, Jacob has stage four cancer and wants to know if he'll ever see you in a Yankees uniform. Uh, I don't think he wants to go hang out with my crowd out, out in the middle of the state and that's not, that's not where you want to be. But there's plenty of spots. I mean, your I crowd know. sounds dangerous. Why you? Why you I just, can't hang with your crowd, man. No, you can't. It's just <laughs> it's a different culture. I and mean, you're from West Palm. You don't want to be out there with the cattle farms and all. Oh, okay, you know? yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. You want to be down here with the people. Yeah, I got you. I got you. There's a lot of Syracuse fans down here. I know a little one, Billy in Delray. He's worried you're not going to get to six wins. What would you tell him? Oh my! You know, first of all, I'm not going to talk about wins and all that kind of stuff. You know what? You're the only head coach in college football who can beat every single player on his team in a fist fight, and and that's my. And <laughs> Is that true, coach? <laughs> oh man, you guys are awesome. You know, I can't comment on that. <laughs> There are a number of Clemson fans down here. A lot of little kids are fans of Clemson down here, including uh, Timmy and Boca, five years old, and he's concerned that you might not win the ACC. People have been telling him that. What would you say to Timmy and Boca? I need to tell Timmy to make sure that he stays in the books. He's concerned about the wrong <laughs> thing. All right? I'm not going to eat banana pudding with a little blueberry on it. Yeah. Yeah. With a blueberry? Come on. Right. When's the last time you saw blueberry on Mama's brand? I ain't never seen it. You know I ain't saying? never seen you it. Know I feel you there. Oh. No, we right here. Ken don't know that. Ken don't know that. We All right, right here. y'all. I got to go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Appreciate the time. Get the headset off you before you run off there. I'm not going I'm not going to okay. eat. Thank okay. you, Fantastic coach. questions from the booth. <laughs> Appreciate you, Coach. We go, I'm going to have a talk with them. Thanks again, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, hey Theo, I think we killed that. I, I think we, I think we killed that, man. I think that went I really, we really did. well. 
it'll be exciting to see from us. We're going to be throwing the ball a lot more and much more efficiently down, down the field. And not only we still have a great run game that we can complement each other with. All right, the parfait. The parfait, Theo. Stone Labanowitz's finest moment asking Dino Babers about the Syracuse quarterback competition, which, Theo, nobody in South Florida gives two solitary dams about, right? <laughs> like, nobody that's listening to us gives two craps about the Syracuse quarterback competition, and here's Stone just making up a competition to the head coach, Dino Babers. You know, I was one who was in and out of the lineup. What are the, some of the things you've told Tommy DeVito, and how do you go about a guy who's been in the lineup for years and has plenty, dozens of starts under center to now with Schrader, kind of being the lead guy like what are some of the things Slater, you tell DeVito and, and how do you go into that situation with a guy who like I said has been the man now first of all Tommy is uh, at the University of Illinois no! the head coach at Vanderbilt trying to rally the troops and he's reading off a piece of paper Clark Lee everybody we know that in time Vanderbilt football will be the best program in the country ah what an award-winning week here on Ken LeVick Alive there is a lot, a lot, a lot of memorable stuff. And by memorable, I mean things that hopefully we erase and it will never see the uh, the light of day ever again. That is the catastrophe that was Ken Levick Alive this week here on ESPN 106.3. When we come back, boy, did we screw up a lot. Stone, myself, Theo Dorsey, all three of us were involved in the ACC kickoff in Charlotte. And we had some low, low moments. Just how low? What was the worst? Well, J-Mart is going to decide when we come back. He is the judge of crap when we return. It's the Friday finale. He's J-Mart. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Ah, Friday, the Friday finale here on Ken LeVick Alive. Since it is going into the weekend, no better time to get yourself a new automobile than Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, half mile south, Palm Beach International Airport, military trail in West Palm. Can't miss it. There's a gigantic Kia sign in the front of it. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. It is sparkly blue. It is beautiful. I love driving that car. The selection at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach and the deals at Greenway Kia, especially in these times, I'm telling you, you're not beating them. The dependable Kia automobile. Something for the family. Something for fun. Something if you have car seats like I do. Need to put them in there. Need comfort. Want to drive around in style. And most importantly, especially in these times, something that's affordable. Well, can I have bad credit? I'm, I'm just, I, I got to go to you a, a used lot. No, you don't. At Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, and I'm only saying this as somebody who has had a plethora of credit problems in his past, okay? So I have walked the walk and I've talked the talk, and I know what it's like to have credit problems. At Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, they could not be more accommodating. Don't just assume because your credit is bad that you can't get an automobile at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. There are bank reps on site a credit clinic on site, and I'm telling you, they work. They work hard to find the financing that's going to get you off the lot with a Kia automobile, okay? That's why I have the utmost respect for them. It's why I am a forever customer at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. You're going to love that car buying experience. It is stress-free, and again, they are looking out for you. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. J-Mart is in on this Friday, our Friday finale 
here on ESPN 106.3. Starting five, talking sports cards in just a couple of moments. Your tips for a, a, a robust and profitable sports card experience. Jay Mart has it for you every single week here on Ken Levicka Live. So, uh, I mentioned to you, Jay Mart, that we were, myself and Stone were here in West Palm, but our Theo Dorsey was at ACC kickoff, mm-hmm. the ACC Media Days uh, this week in Charlotte. And um, it was different. It was different. We talked okay. with Mike Norvell. We talked with Jordan Travis. We had Florida State. We talked with Mario Cristobal and Tyler Van Dyke. We got nice. Miami covered. But it was everything else at ACC Media Days that ended up really turning into a dumpster fire. And I Mm -hmm. think part of the problem was we don't know anything about the ACC outside of Miami and Florida State. I think, Stone, that's at the core of where things Mm. started to go wrong for us. Yeah, I mean, you know, I always usually combat you when you say catastrophe or is a dumpster fire. I think the real dumpster fire would have been playing Mike Norvell's full interview here on ESPN 106.3. Like, there wasn't nothing you would remember from it. It was just all a bunch of boring stuff. But, yeah, at the core, it's either those Miami Hurricanes or Florida State that, that we are knowledgeable. Yeah, and maybe a Clemson here or there. Now, the problem is we didn't talk to anybody from Clemson. <laughs> Dabo Swing. Yes, we did. Fact, who? K.J. Henry. There's, oh, yeah. There's, oh, okay. wow. Um, but uh, uh, Dabo Swinney, who the one person that I cared about with Clemson, just ditched Theo. Was supposed <laughs> to talk to him and dipped. Just really? walked away. Yep. I yep. can't say I'm surprised. Yep. Thumbs up, Dabo. Thanks. <laughs> I hope you win four games this year, okay? So, um, Theo Stone and I all made significant mistakes. Nice. Significant mistakes. Like, the listener hears them, and I'm sure thinks to themselves, how did these guys get this job? So, I want you to judge <laughs> the mistakes, okay? One right. through ten. One through ten being, eh, we'll let it go, to ten being, oh, my God. That was egregious and terrible. You should be ashamed. Go flog yourself. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's start with Stone Lebanowitz. Come on. Stone Lebanowitz. Start with Theo. And Syracuse head coach Dino Babers on Wednesday here on Ken LeVica Live. This is Stone Lebanowitz and his opening question to ACC head football coach, Syracuse headman, Dino Babers. I wanted to ask about Schrader. So I did play the quarterback position, but... You know, I was one who was in and out of the lineup. What are the, some of the things you've told Tommy DeVito? And how do you go about a guy who's been in the lineup for years and has plenty, dozens of starts under center to now with Schrader kind of being the lead guy? Like, what are some of the things you tell DeVito? And, and how do you go into that situation with a guy who, like I said, has been the man? Now, first of all, Tommy is uh, at the University of Illinois now. So the one thing that I'm going to always do is I'm always going to talk about the guys on my team and not the guys on someone else's team. Mm. So Stone Lebanowitz asked Dino Babers, again, ACC head football coach, about a quarterback competition and a quarterback who doesn't even play at Syracuse any longer. J-Mart, the floor is yours. That's bad. I mean, that 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 is bad. You asked him if he talked to the guy. Like, no. no. The answer is no. No, he started the first It'd three games weird of the and, season. And probably a violation if he had talked to him. What a weird uh, – yeah, that's, that's not good. I, I do think – and he called you right out, too. Although, yeah. he, you didn't give him a chance, though. You didn't really give I, him a choice. I, I mean, like, yeah. he has to call you out in that spot. Right. But here's the thing. He did it in, let's, if you can just cue up Dino Baber's response, he sort of, he, he, he corrected Stone and he went at Stone, but he did it in like a disappointed father mm. type of way, which I think if, if Dino Babers would have came out and said, 
He doesn't even play for us anymore. I think that would have been less hurtful than the way in which Dino Babers actually went about it, where I think he made Stone feel bad about himself and made Stone feel like he wasted Dino Babers' time. Here's the disappointed father response from Dino Babers. Now, first of all, Tommy is uh, at the University of Illinois now. So the one thing that I'm going to always do is I'm always going to talk about the guys on my team and not the guys on someone else's team. Mm -hmm. I love the end of Theo going, hmm, because he's the only one there having to face (laughs) Dino Babers after Stone, 1,500 miles away, completely embarrassed himself. So that that was Stone Labanowitz's biggest trip up of the two days of ACC kickoff. One to ten, one being, ah, you know what, it happens, and ten being, holy hell, you're getting a pink slip. Uh, Where would you you rate that, J-Mart? Yeah, it's a a tricky one because I don't have a frame of reference yet. That was pretty remarkable. Um, <laughs> I am going to say 7.2. 7.2. 7.2. Now, once you hear all of them, you can I'm be... wrong? No, that's bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, what did you rate that one to 10? That decision on the sound bad. effect where you rate so one we, to 10. So he rates 7.5 out of 10 on the bad scale, and we want yeah. a ding. So 7.2. 7.2. 7. 7. 7. 2. So then there's um, there's me. So the quarterback that was brought up to Dino Babers, not Tommy DeVito, who's at Illinois, Mm -hmm. but Garrett Schrader, who's actually Syracuse's quarterback, he joined us right after. Just to give you a feel for how the interview went, Mm -hmm. the interview ended when we heard Dino Babers yelling in the background, all right, time to wrap it up. (laughs) His head coach desperately trying to save his quarterback from our broadcast table, okay? So that gives you an idea of how the interview went. Stone, it was not our finest effort, Garrett Schrader. I mean, I I don't think he was worthy of our interview anyway. Oh, look at Stone getting salty. Yeah, I mean, I I thought he kind of, he came in with his guns blazing and kind of thought he was quirky and and cool. I mean, whatever. Well, Garrett Schrader, I was trying to be relatable to him. I was trying to get him to talk about his his life. I was trying to get a little bit personal with him, loosen him up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And here was my attempt to do that with Syracuse quarterback Garrett Schrader. Garrett, I wanted to ask you real quick. You're a Charlotte native. Theo is there by himself. He misses his fiance dearly, so he needs something to do tonight. Where should where yes. should Theo go in in the beautiful city of Charlotte? See, that's another thing too. I'm not. I've only been to Charlotte probably two times in my life outside of a Panthers game. Actually, maybe once. <laughs> yeah, outside of a, a Panthers game. So, so that's right. Uh, Charlotte native Garrett Schrader, as I uh, classified him. He corrected me right away to say, I've only been to Charlotte twice, maybe once. So where is he a native of? Apparently not Charlotte. (laughs) Apparently outside of Charlotte. Apparently a bumpkin portion of North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina is in his bio of hometown. Yeah. But he was quick to correct me that, nope, not from Charlotte. So if that's in his bio as his hometown, then I, I find it difficult to really hold that very much against you. Okay. Because okay. you at least have something to show, like why you would say that or where that came from. That's you a didn't good point. just make it up. I've done my due diligence. Let's just hear it one more time because he almost seemed thrown off, like stunned, stunned that I would, uh, I would uh, ask him about being from Charlotte, him being a Charlotte native. Here's Garrett Schrader. Garrett, I wanted to ask you real quick. You're a Charlotte native. Theo is there by himself. He misses his fiance dearly, so he needs something to do tonight. Where should where yes. should Theo go in, in the beautiful city of Charlotte? 
See, that's another thing too. I'm not. I've only been to Charlotte probably two times in my life outside of a Panthers game. Actually, maybe once. Yeah. Outside of a, a Panthers game, so. So again, I love Theo desperately just trying to make any sort of sound or any sort of acknowledgement because he's the only mm-hmm. one facing the embarrassment of what is happening and, back in the studio. And I, I'm I'm actually going to defend you right now because I'm looking at Syracuse's website. Yeah. And their bio page for him says his hometown is Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. So it says his high school is Charlotte Christian School. Yeah, I'm assuming that Charlotte Christian School is probably in Charlotte. I don't know. Call me crazy. Should we send that to their SID? Should we send that clip to their SID and say, hey, you may may want to take uh, ask Garrett about his upbringing again? Yeah. I mean, I definitely because it seems inaccurate. I mean, I, I could care less at this point. I'll totally send it to him. But let's do it for, for our brethren in the sports broadcasting industry. Because I'm sure they're going to look at that bio during ACC Network, a Syracuse-Wake yeah. Forest game. <laughs> One of the students. And assistants. they say, ah, Charlotte native, Garrett Schrader. Uh, Jamar, there was also an, another part of that interview that, that I thought was worthy. I pulled it up. But I, I, you got to give context. Because Tommy DeVito, who I, I, I'm getting the gist that you don't even think was on the team ever at Syracuse, who I brought up. He was the starting quarterback. No, no, the coach, actually, I heard the coach say he was on the team. Yeah. No longer. <laughs> he, start, he, he started that season. He says like 17 starts at Syracuse, so he started that season three games and ended up getting benched by the Schrader kid. Uh, we get it. He's at Illinois. <laughs> and then Ken asks him about his relationship with the kid he beat out and sent to another school, which was just another awful decision. But the answer is hilarious, and it, it, it turned out in so first really of all, good fashion. Where do you rate? where do you rate me 1 to 10 on the mistake about Charlotte? I, I mean, Schrader. I'm looking at ESPN. ESPN has the same thing. I'm going to say uh, two. Okay, a two. Excellent. Excellent. Just for posterity purposes, should we should we hear me overly aggressively asking Garrett Schrader about Tommy DeVito and his favorite memories? Please. Because I wanted to make it as uncomfortable for Theo as possible. So we were making fun of Stone about Tommy DeVito, and, and Theo asked Dino Baber as well, Stone's asking about a player who doesn't play for Syracuse any longer. Uh, do you want to answer a question about Jim Brown, maybe? Like, just, you know, making a joke about it. So I wanted Garrett Schrader to then give us his favorite memories of the quarterback who never plays, who doesn't play for Syracuse any longer, but it was very aggressive. And listening back, I think I probably frightened Garrett Schrader. Garrett, Garrett, let me ask you, what was your, Garrett, what was your, your favorite memory of Tommy DeVito? Off, just because he came up with your head coach, uh, and Tommy DeVito no longer plays for Syracuse, what was your favorite memory of him? Man, you came with a curveball and a bat. <laughs> He's so uncomfortable. Um, I mean, just the competition. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. um, you know, it was a different position because I was going coming into a place that you uh-huh. know, he was already established. But... Um, I mean, I feel like he got like a bad rap for a lot of things, but just being behind the scenes and just, I mean, it was just a new new chapter in my life, and I got to enjoy that, and he, he was a big part of that, so. Ugh. So cringy. Oh, he hated that yeah, guy. Yeah, I thought that it was going to be like a fun, fun giggle, giggle, like, oh, he's my boy, but nope, it definitely <laughs> was not. I, it was not that. I would have drowned. I don't even know how I would have answered yeah. that question. So then there's Theo Dorsey. Yesterday, Theo, who met a reporter who covers mm. North Carolina, apparently drank with him at the media party. Okay. Like they became boys. Yeah. There was a bond there, a journalism bond there. Nice. Theo brought him on the show. Mm. And I was like, oh, I mean, oh, I don't care about North Carolina oh, oh, oh. football. I don't care, like, whatever. But I was like, Theo, Theo's frustrated. He's not getting the guests that he thought he was going to get, so he's booked this guy. So fine. Like, let him on the show. Theo developed such a relationship with this guy that he actually didn't know where the guy worked. Here's Theo's introduction of 
a reporter for the News Observer, C.L. Brown, but Theo didn't know he worked for the News Observer. Here's how Theo introduced him. We got C.L. Brown from The Athletic. You know, we're in North Carolina, so of course all the hoops guys also covering football. What's up with all the basketball guys here, C.L.? <laughs> oh, Tobacco Road, that's what you're going to get. But I, I'm, I'm now with the Raleigh News and Observer. Oh, I'm sorry, Raleigh News and Observer. My bad, I'm shouting out his old his uh, Put old that style, up on the old Kepovic Alive so. ACC kickoff board here. <laughs> we are on a roll. Yo. So. So that, how disrespectful is that? He spent an evening with this man in a social setting, and he starts trying to be like, "What's with this? Uh, what's with this uh, North Carolina basketball stuff? You at ACC kickoff? Just trying to warm him up a little bit." And the CL Brown entertains him. Said, oh, "Tobacco Road." And actually, I'm no longer with the Athletic. That's difficult. Yeah, that is not good. That is, is you're right. But I still, I still don't think it's that bad. I I honestly thought Theo was gonna not remember this guy's name. That's really what <laughs> I thought you were ruled. That's what I thought you were setting up. Oh man! So because Theo didn't, <laughs> it's been so bad. Because Theo did throw out a place he actually did work. True. The athletic. True. So that just to me that just says it resonated more when the guy told him what he does and all that. That's what resonated with Theo and. Uh, he probably should have gotten the the most up to date, but it does. It's for, in this dude's Twitter bio that he works for the Rally News Observer. Yeah, so Theo must have gone Google with a you yeah. know, an old article, or yeah. not, or just wasn't listening. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> heard the athletic. You do need to get that right. You yeah. do need to get that so right. So where is for that sure. one to ten? Where does that rank? So, and I don't have a great reasoning for this, but it doesn't feel to me as egregious as stones. <laughs> It, it really does. It shouldn't. It, it feels like a totally different level. I am going to say 5.8. Okay. Okay. 5.8. 5.8. So mine's a 2. J-Mart says Theo's mistake is a 5.8 5.8 or at. And then <laughs> Stone, a 7.2 in his Dino Babers spectacular, asking Coach Babers about a quarterback <laughs> that doesn't actually attend Syracuse any longer. Now... I truly believe, though, that the summit, the apex of sports radio mistakes over the past uh, week or so, wasn't actually here on Ken LeVick Alive. Mm. It happened on uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max just a week and a half ago. In for Max Kellerman was Freddie and Coleman, who is a host on Freddie and Fitz overnights here on ESPN 106.3. So Freddie Coleman was given the task of talking with J.T. Poston, who had just won the PGA Tour's John Deere Classic, okay? Sure. This is national radio. This is New York, (laughs) Bristol-based ESPN (laughs) radio, okay? We're talking the cream of the crop in sports talk radio. The standard, if you will. Freddie Coleman introducing J.T. Poston, the winner of the John Deere Classic. And here's how it sounded, J-Mart. It's always cool to talk to a two-time major champion when it comes to golf, especially when the golf world's gotten a lot of attention for stuff on and off the course. He is Justin Thomas. Can't wait to talk with him. He hit him on Twitter at Justin Thomas 34 joining us here at Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Just before I get to that, I got to ask you about this, about something you put on Twitter seven days ago, and I quote, when in the car, do you all ever kind of hope somebody doesn't abide by driving rules so you get an excuse to honk your horn? I mean, it doesn't happen often, but when I'm at a horn-hawking mood, dang, it feels nice to land that thing. I can't be alone here, right? What led up to that, Justin? 
guys, I think there might be a mix-up. This is JT Poston, not not uh, Justin Thomas. Um, <laughs> I get this all the time. I guess the other JT, but uh, I don't know. You might you might have to ask him. My mistake on. Wow. How do you feel about that, Jamar? You've been a part of radio for a long time. Where do you put that one to ten? Because it wasn't just the wrong introduction. It was an entire tweet from someone who wasn't actually the person that they're talking to to try and soften them up. Yeah, yeah. That that is that that's the standard right there. That's <laughs> that is that is the standard. A hundred percent. Because very well, someone could have gotten fired from that. Uh-huh. So are we gonna get? Are we looking at a perfect ten here? If that's a no, no, that, yeah, yeah. I think that's the mountaintop. I think that's what you judge everything against. Uh, I mean, uh, until something different, until something better comes along, yeah. that that's the apex. Because he, it's completely wrong. Like, couldn't be more wrong. Could wrong. not possibly be more wrong. The only so, thing that could have been more wrong is it, actually, guys. This is LeBron James. <laughs> it wasn't a simple miscommunication. No, like, like uh, you know, Theo, you know, not forgetting the the latest job. The latest job of a journalist. That's, yeah. This is not me reading what we're a bio about. that was on a website, but wasn't correct. That even is Stone, not what's happening even Stone here. asking about exactly. a quarterback. At least the guy was at Syracuse at some point, but Stone just doesn't know anything about Syracuse football, nor does anybody. So I'll give him a pass <laughs> on that. And Dino Babers admonished him, but that so I'm that's guessing, crazy. I'm guessing what happened is something along the lines of like a producer. Went to Freddie and was like, "Hey, we got JT on a great, <laughs> oh. great tournament this weekend." Whatever, so, and so he immediately goes to Twitter and finds Justin, Justin Thomas's Thomas. Twitter yeah. account and finds it, whatever. But like, that's a good—that's not the right no dude. That's the best, a could you thing. queue up to where he's reading the tweet and Jay Will starts to laugh? He's like laughing to try, like fake laugh, like oh, that's an everyday observation that I certainly think is humorous. <laughs> Jay will laughing, 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 and as soon as JT Poston calls him out, Jay will just lays out nowhere to be found, and you don't hear him for like ten minutes. Let's listen to that gem. On hawking mood, dang, it feels nice to land that thing. I can't be alone here, right? What led up to that, Justin? Uh, guys, I think there might be a mix-up. And of course, didn't even find the part where he's nope. laughing. Nope, it's nope. okay. But that's all right. That's that. That's okay, Stone. We're gonna we're gonna bail on it. We're all good. <laughs> so again, that's the standard. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Before we get to the starting five, what I do want to do is sneak this in here. If you if you could, Stone, could you um, get Dabo Swinney and Brett Venables ready because. We were not. They're, they're both ready, but can I play Dabos? Yes, you can play Dabos. Okay. You can play Dabos. Yeah, they're both ready to rock. Dabo Swinney, I'll let this stand on its own. ACC Media Days yesterday, talking about his quarterback at Clemson. Didn't have a good year last year, but here's Dabo Swinney defending his quarterback yesterday on uh, the ACC Network. You know, my quarterback, and you mentioned him. I mean, this is a this dude's a freak. Yeah. You know, and and people talk about him like he's some. Slap dick from East Boga, you know, community college. There's and, Davo and Swinney. This guy can play the game at the highest level. Yeah, that's Davo Swinney. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I don't want to. I okay. we can play that once. I don't want to say it over and over again. So Stone, just if if you could, um, uh, if that comes up again, uh, Davo Swinney, what he said. We have a sound effect for it, right? Okay. There. All right. Thank you. That'll keep us out of trouble. Okay. So thank you. So so there's 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 Dabo Swinney saying 
And then there's Brent Venables doing this, the new Oklahoma head coach, former Clemson defensive coordinator, so played on, uh, coached under Dabo. He's now at Oklahoma. This is him last week at Big 12 Media Days. If you could, he was talking about his excitement about the season going. He's raring to go. Please try to decipher this for us. Here's Brent Venables. It's been just like you would expect. The fire hose is fully inserted uh, in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blown and going. And so, <laughs> J Mark, what's he on, trying on, to say? Hold on, one more time, J Mark. One more time. I, I, I actually been, know what Just he's like saying. you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted uh, in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blown and going. And so, I don't know why. That's kind of hot. <laughs> I don't know why I'm feeling that way. What is he trying to say, J Mark? He, he's trying to make a, a reference to like the analogy of like drinking from a fire hose. Like uh, who does that? It, nobody does that. It's an it's a <laughs> drinking. It's he a said turn, blowing and going. He's blowing and going, man. It's a turn of phrase to say when you're drinking from a fire hose. It's a way of saying like like you're having just floods of information coming at you that you can't really take all so in. So when does the blowing start? Make it when does the blowing start? Where's, where does not, the blowing uh, happen in this uh, transaction? Why did, I, I don't know. Why do you you don't insert it in your mouth if you're drinking from a hose? You just spray it from a little distance. Yeah, that's the thing. I, you don't me, when insert I was in, it and blow. Yeah, when I was in grade <laughs> school, kids who would put their mouth on the water fountain. Like, what are you doing, you dirty moron? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know what he meant by that. I thought that that's what he meant by that Maybe, phrase. But then but there's the blowing. I don't know now, where the blowing now, comes my in. My theory was that you put it in your mouth. And you blow, and then the hose straightens out. So it's like, you know, we're getting things straightened but out here. We're blowing and wow, going that forward. Seems That's really the dumb. dumbest thing That's I've ever heard. That's actually dumber than... I, it can't be. So let's listen There's to no one more... There's no blowing or just, anything. Let's just listen to the sequence of events one more time from yeah. Brent Venables here. Just real, see if we one more time can try and straighten <laughs> this out. It's been just like you would expect. The fire hose is fully inserted. Right, in the mouth. Uh, mouth here. Uh-huh. And uh, we've been blowing and going. So and then so, you're blowing and going. I don't know. The, the hose is inserted in the mouth, but then you're blowing and going. I don't... I don't know. And where does football come into this? I don't know. And then, so you've got you've got Dabo Swinney. You've got Dabo Swinney sitting there talking about. And then you've got Brent Venables blowing and going. What is going on? What's been going on at Clemson? For the love of God. One more time with Brent Venables. Just maybe one more time we can sort it out. It's been just like you would expect. The fire hose is fully inserted uh, in my mouth here. And uh, we've been blowing and going. And so... I don't know. Blowing and going. I'm just curious. <laughs> I, I understand the, the water hose in the mouth. I like your explanation up to that point. But what I'm throwing off is the blowing and going. Because I don't know where that comes into play. <laughs> when we come back here on Ken Levick Alive, sports cards. Jay Mart, he follows sports based on sports cards. And the value you can get, he's there for you. He wants to help you out. He has five tips every week. We're blowing and going. It's the starting five when we come back. He's J-Mart. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. The EDS Air Conditioning, coolest moment of the week. I look up at Tallahassee, and they're selling 4th and 14 shirts. They've made an entire brand out of what they did in the final couple of seconds against you guys last year. Uh, how do you how do you consume that? How does that make TVD feel? Are you going to have to take it out on them a little bit this season? <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, I mean, yeah, it was such a disappointing end of that game, you know, but I think it really created a monster out of us. Um, I mean, bringing the best coach, one of the best coaches in the country, um, best supporting staff in the country. And yeah, I mean, 
I honestly don't think Coach Cristobal here if we won, is here if we won that game. So TBD on Mario Cristobal from yesterday. The EDS <laughs> air conditioning, coolest moment of the week, edsairconditioning.com. That's edsairconditioning.com. EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes. Uh, so uh, Brent Venables blowing and going. Let's hear it one more time, Stone. Blowing and going. Brent Venables, Big 12 Media Day. He's just blowing and going in Norman. It's been just like you would expect. The fire hose is fully inserted uh, in my mouth here, and uh, we've been blowing and going. And yeah. so, uh, so uh, talklikeatexan.com. Jamon has found <laughs> talklikeatexan.com. Just blowing and going is an old-fashioned East Texas expression. In Texas English, blowing and going means dashing around all busy, busy without stopping to take a breath. To say that someone's been blowing and going is generally considered a compliment. Blowing and going. Now, if you go to Urban Dictionary, <laughs> blow and go, it's a completely different saying that means something completely different. Blowing and going, not the same as blow and go. Good. Glad we covered that. Time now for the starting five. <laughs> Jay Mard, he only follows sports through sports cards. Their value, who's up, who's down. What does it mean for you? Who do you hang on to? Who do you get rid of? Who do you possibly try to acquire? Let's talk to the lawyers. Let's talk to the lawyers. Jay Mard, lawyers. John Martin's there advice is. about sports cards is solely his opinion and does not reflect the views of Good Karma Brands, ESPN West Palm, Ken Lavica, Stone Labanowitz, or any actor or actress in the Marvel Universe. Jay Mart is not to be trusted in matters of money, so don't make financial decisions based on his advice. He is also a self-described idiot. All right, J-Mart, number five in the starting five. Okay, we'll start off with the fact that you should really be aware of the National Card Convention, which is happening this coming weekend. And I just say that because if you buy cards on social media or at card shows, the week leading into the National Card Convention is a great time to buy cards because people are unloading cheap because they need cash for the National so a good time to find good deals. Number five at National Card Convention. J-Mart? Next up, this is a guy that's going to seem like uh, maybe a little bit ridiculous to say, but I think my, now might be a time to, to drop a little coin on Albert Pujols. And I say that mm. because he is one of the greatest right-handed hitters of all times. There was a lot of sort of, I guess, negative feelings towards him and around him. To me, it feels like the public consciousness around Albert Pujols is changing and reverting back to the positive. He just won that Man of the Year award kind of thing. He was honorary in the All-Star game. I think now his values are low. Now is a good time to get in because soon you won't be able to. Probably farewell tour on the way for Albert Pujols. Number three. Exactly. And my last three are MMA guys. You know I got to go there. Going to start with a guy that's not fighting this weekend, but he's got a big fight coming up. Just announced. I'm going to go with Piotr Jan. Signed a fight against Sugar Sean O'Malley for UFC 280. I think it's a great opportunity for Piotr to show exactly what he's made of. He's actually the number one contender. Sean is number 13, but Sean has way more hype. Okay. Next up, fighting this weekend, heavyweight prospect Tom Aspinall. Okay. This guy is the real deal. He's in the main event. I know that doesn't seem like, like I'm giving you something crazy here. But I think there's actually a, a chance he is the favorite, but I think there's a chance that he loses this weekend to Curtis Blades because he's never fought somebody like Curtis Blades. My point being, though, it's probably a better buying opportunity if he does lose. Okay. The prices will drop. He's, I think this guy is legit. Whether he wins or loses this fight, I do believe he will be in contention and will likely 
have the strap at some point. And then number one, 30 seconds. Paul Craig. He is an underdog against Vulcan Ozdemir. People count him out because he went two and four like three years ago. He's His last six fights, he's five wins and one draw. And he's... Okay. Avenged the draw. So, so he's Paul on the Craig. come up. He's on yep. the come up. Make sure you invest in him. That's good stuff. Starting five. And then a reminder, National Card Convention coming up. UFC fights this weekend. Does Patty win this weekend? Because I know last week you said, hey, uh, Patty, now you can buy him, but maybe this might be the last opportunity. Does he win? I think he wins. Patty the batty going to pick up the dub. Stone agrees. All right, we're blowing and going. Good stuff, <laughs> J-Mart. The fire hose is inserted in my mouth for the weekend. Stone, I'm Ken. Bye.